balance. That is our goal here on the Weekly Boost. Welcome to the show. I am Paul Sandberg, the founder of Boost Health and your host. If you've been listening to the show each week, you know we discuss a new topic and we cover the entire spectrum of wellness concepts, including fitness training and inspiration, nutrition, different biohacks, wellness products, and more. My philosophy with this show and with Boost Health in general is to be open-minded and try new things. Preconceived notions shouldn't get in the way of some wellness strategies that could be a real difference maker for us. Have you ever tried a new wellness concept that took you by surprise and how great it worked? Those are the types of concepts that we're trying to uncover here. Very quickly, I just want to thank everybody again for listening. Thank you so much for telling a friend about the show, too. That really helps get Boost up out on the map. Um, You can support the program by visiting the website at myboosthealth.com and clicking the Amazon banner at the bottom of the homepage and doing some shopping. I'm actually really excited. I'm seeing some folks are starting to use this, and that really helps a lot. So thank you so much. Um, For those those that don't know, uh, if you click on the banner, um, it takes you right over to Amazon, and you get get your Amazon shopping done, and Boost gets a kickback, so everybody wins. Also, it would be great if you could subscribe to the show on iTunes and also please rate it and review it. That really helps increase the awareness of the program. One other announcement is uh, I just want to let you know Boost Health is putting out a performance apparel line. I'm really, really excited about this. I'm working on designs right now for a cycling kit, some strength training gear, um, multi-sport kit, and some casual wear. I'm really, really excited about this. I can't wait for you all to see it. I'll be launching that later this spring. And one last thing, just in case you can't tell, I am uh, just getting over being sick. <laughs> so my voice might sound a little different today, uh, but we will get through the program, hopefully uh, all in one piece. So on with the program. Uh, today's episode is titled Dynamic Warm-Up. Maybe just a little passionate. Those who have taken my fitness classes, done personal training with me, or attended some of my wellness presentations are already aware how passionate I am about proper warm-up. The passion comes from my desire to rid society of the incorrect assumption that static stretching is the appropriate way to prep the body for movement and exercise or sport. Now, if you're an old-timer like me, you probably grew up with your kiddie sports league coaches getting you ready for practice or a game with a mixture of static stretching and some drills. Now, the drills are and were great because they prepare the body for activity by practicing similar movement patterns. Drills are basically sport-specific versions of dynamic warm-up. In essence, uh, dynamic warm-up is a series of movement patterns that prepare the full body for the activity it's about to take on. Leg swings, jumping jacks, high knees, and burpees are good examples of dynamic warm-up movements. Now, you can check out my dynamic warm-up video uh, on the website and the blog as an example. It's on the Boost Health YouTube page as well. The static stretching, on the other hand, really isn't the best way to prep the body for movement. When you think about it, it makes sense. Unless your activity requires you to hold a stretch in position for 20 or 30 seconds, 
doesn't seem that you're really preparing your body with similar movement patterns to your exercise or sport. Let's think about a runner. Running is an explosive, full-body, dynamic movement. Think about how many repetitions of explosive power have to occur to drive the body up and forward to carry on running, even just for one mile. If a runner goes through a sequence of static stretches before they start pounding pavement, are they really setting themselves up for their best performance? Well, the answer is vehemently no. You may say you've been doing your good old static stretching routine for years and it works great and keeps you injury free. And I would agree. That is great. But there are other factors to consider when choosing your warm-up. Performance, agility, force production, and even flexibility. The research. One well-known study that was published in the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research compared dynamic warm-up versus static stretching warm-up by looking at 30 cadets. These are 14 female and 16 males at the U.S. Military Academy. The cadets would perform one of three options of warm-up, dynamic warm-up or static stretching warm-up or no warm-up. No warm-up was obviously the control. The warm-up would take approximately 10 minutes. Then they'd have a quick rest of one or two minutes before completing three different performance tests. The performance test included the good old famous T-shuttle run. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with that one. Medicine ball throws for as far as possible, so for distance, with a medicine ball under arm throw, and then a five-step jump. If you're familiar with these three movements, then I think you'd agree these require the athlete to perform with both power and agility. And very interestingly, the study found that the best performance scores for all three tests, not just one or two of the tests, all three of those tests were seen after athletes completed the dynamic warm-up versus static stretching warm-up or no warm-up. Maybe you're still not convinced. Well, here's another study also in the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research, which looked at 45 volunteers. And they were checking to see if warm-up could affect their flexibility, peak torque, and force production. As was done in the previous study that I just mentioned, there were three types of warm-up. Again, it was dynamic warm-up, static stretching warm-up, and no warm-up, where no, no warm-up was the control. The study found that the best scores for flexibility, peak torque, and force production were seen after subjects completed, you guessed it, the dynamic warm-up as opposed to static stretching warm-up or no warm-up. Torque and force production were not a surprise to me uh, based on all the research that I've seen showing that dynamic movements can improve these. But I was really surprised to see that there was an increase in flexibility on the dynamic warm-up folks. Very, very interesting. Now, I've definitely heard some folks say they don't feel like they need to warm up because they have been able to stay injury-free just fine for years with no warm-up. Those folks are definitely more bulletproof than most, definitely more bulletproof than me, and are certainly rolling the dice as far as I'm concerned. Even if they don't feel the need to warm up for injury prevention, it seems they are leaving something on the table from a performance standpoint, at least based on those two major studies. Static is all about timing. Please don't get me wrong. There are great reasons to do static stretching, including improvement of range of motion and injury prevention. 
It's just all about the timing. Static stretching should be done at the end of your workout or sports session as part of the cool down or on a different day than your workout. If you must do static stretching before your workout, then try to plan it far enough ahead of your session so that the body can recuperate from the negative performance effects. A few hours is probably overkill, but presumably would be safe. The plea. Hopefully, I have helped convince you, if you're not already doing so, that a simple dynamic warm-up before you engage in exercise or sport is a beneficial investment in time. Let's stop with a static stretching before we hit the weights, the field, the court, the road, or the track. Let's plug in movements that best prepare us for being athletic and improve our performance. Let's bring the dynamic warm-up to our young exercisers and athletes and have them do leg swings and burpees instead of sitting on the ground touching their toes. Maybe bringing in this small change to your routine will be just what your body needed to hit that new personal best in the activity of that day. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it, everybody. I'll be back again next week discussing a new wellness topic. Please visit the Boost Health website at myboosthealth.com for more motivation and information. And until next time, find your balance.